Hello and welcome back to the Wellness Coaching Conversation. I'm Lori Legault. I'm here with my partner in crime, Brian, and um, we are really excited to bring up some new topics uh, and also kind of piggyback on old topics. So last week, well, I should let you say hi, Brian. I don't want to leave you all quiet over there. Ah. <laughs> Hi, Brian. <laughs> I know, sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. Uh, you can edit that one out. <laughs> hey, no Lori, what's happening? <laughs> no way, gotta gotta include, you know, the personality piece of, of us because we do have a lot of um, fun, so. Well, yeah, we wanna keep it real. I mean, that's, that. look, I think that's one of the watchwords of 2024 is authenticity. And with us, people know what they're going to mm -hmm. get. They, they, oh, yeah. they know. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's funny when I'm editing our podcast, I, I laugh so much listening to us. I'm like, we're so goofy. We laugh, <laughs> we laugh more than we realize. I think, you know, I think we have a good time with this, but, but yeah, I mean, we were talking about, um, just, you know, what is really important right now for coaches mm -hmm. to be thinking about what also given what we talked about last week, we talked about Ikigai, and the importance of a little bit of introspection, keeping yeah. yourself aligned with your strengths, your goals, your passions. And also we are talking a little bit about the fact that a lot of those big coaching corporations who did mass hiring are now doing mass uh, layoffs. Again. And yeah. What do what do all these coaches and there may be some of you out there listening right now who may even have just gotten laid off from in that regard? Like, what are you going to do now? And it's frustrating, right? Like, what do I go back to my old career, whatever that was? I think for most people, they have had previous careers that morphed into wanting to coach. And we've had in some ways, a good run with like what, um, what coaches are offered and can do. And now with the influx of AI and mm -hmm. chat GPT and like all these new, um, new things that companies are deciding that that might be a good option to utilize instead of actual live coaches. So yep. yeah. What do you think, Brian, just as we kind of dive into the topic we were talking about and where this, where and why this topic is emerged? Yeah, I think, first of all, I, I think it's a really timely topic to bring up. So I'm glad that that you came up with it, Lori, because, um, you know, we, we are first and foremost, um, at least professionally health and wellness coaches. And so while most of us have certifications that are relatively narrow in scope, you know, I mean, I know getting the NBHWC, it's it's robust, but it is we have a specific lane uh, to be in when you're when you're doing a lot of the health coaching. The wellness part of it is interesting to me because I think that that's a very broad, uh, broad encompassing term. And while there is a lot of disruption in the current, especially remote coaching profession. Um, it's just, it's what's happening out there. You know, there, there's, I think a, um, there's an ongoing struggle between the desire to provide a 
a product that's actually effective to consumers with the desire to make massive returns. And to do that, you kind of have to not have people in the mix, which is unfortunate. So I think that there's the the companies are still trying to figure it out. And and so coaches are kind of left in the wash. You know, I I, I put on LinkedIn the other day that it, it all rolls downhill. You know, these management decisions roll downhill. And yeah. it's unfortunate. Um however, I believe that that presents for coaches a tremendous transformation opportunity because on the one hand, if you if you say, my identity is this narrow lane, I'm a health and wellness coach, and this is all that I am, and, and, you know, oh my gosh, there's so much competition, and I don't have that many opportunities. Well, that's really self-limiting, as opposed to looking around and, A, checking out other opportunities that are maybe in parallel lanes that touch on wellness and and incorporate wellness but maybe aren't specifically health and wellness but certainly the skill set and the credentials that you bring make you an ideal candidate and the other part of that is looking at what the world might need because we are uniquely situated and prepared to help people really in almost every, any and every area of their life. Mm -hmm. And so if we think big picture as coaches and start asking ourselves, wow, what are some other ways that I could broaden my skill set? You know, whether it be like you mentioned financial coaching or whether it be, uh, you know, I have a good friend who's a, a professional coach and she's actually what she was a birth doula for many years. She helped people bring children into the world. And now she's transitioned into being a death doula where she, wow. she helps, she supports the person who is approaching their transition and also serves as a resource and a coach for the family members. And so, mm -hmm. wow, I never heard of anything like that, but she's busy and her work is impactful. And there are so many other areas that we as coaches can find a niche and i think what it is 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 you know maybe we had this dream that that these companies were going to be kind of like the the colony we could go hang out with all our like-minded coaches in and we'd have our our needs met we you know we'd get paid not enough but we'd get paid and we'd be able to work with cool people and we'd be able to help the end user well unfortunately wall street got in the way of that dream and so now we as individuals have to really look at ourselves in the mirrors and and say okay what's what's in it for me what can i bring to the table what are the opportunities in the world that i can potentially meet as mm -hmm. opposed to waiting for somebody to tell you okay here's what you can do and we'll pay you this much money to do it does that make sense i know i went on a on a little bit of a rant there but you no, asked no actually there's so many things that you just said that I was hoping I could remember the ones I wanted to like point out that I was like, yes, 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 that, that, because one thing that you said that I really resonated with is you can't go like, oh, I'm just going to, um, you know, just stay in this like one lane, mm. I guess I'm paraphrasing, but like, yeah. you can't stay in this one lane and expect for things to kind of just happen for you. And so rather than maybe wallowing in that and not to say that it's not pertinent, sure, wallow for a little bit, but yeah. then maybe think like, okay, 
every time this happens, usually you grow because you decide I'm going to make a new decision based on my information and I'm going to take this opportunity to grow a little bit in a certain direction. So that's where maybe taking a look at that tool that we talked about last week, the Ikigai, hmm. because there was a specific um, part in there where it talks about, you know, what do you feel especially suited to given your abilities, qualifications, experience, and personality? Now, answering that question might bring you to, well, I wanted to be a coach and now I am a coach. So, I mean, what do you say about that? Well, yes, <laughs> that is the, you know, something that brings you to become a coach. Then now what we're talking about is how can I figure out how to specialize a little bit more and make potentially more room for something that's very needed, a kind of coaching that is very needed based on what I know about myself and what I'm good at and also what's needed in the world right now. And there's a lot of things that are needed in the world that are very like you may not even realize that it could be a thing, you know, right. it's always, it never ceases to amaze me how many jobs are out there where I'm like, I've never heard of that. I never known anything about that. That's so interesting. And people say that about my job, you know, mm -hmm. um, they're like, Oh, that's such an interesting, unique position that you hold. I'm like, it is, it's, it's very unique, but so it might take a little introspection and then also going, okay, who's offering something where I can go ahead and grow in a certain direction? What comes to mind for me are things like, first of all, reaching out to your sort of certification programs and looking to see what are they offering now that could be a more of a specialty that wasn't available or that's something you didn't think about wanting or needing, you know, before. So I personally did this. Um I'm a fan of the Real Balance Global Wellness, which is where you and I met too. That's right. And okay. I look at their website regularly and say, you know, what are they offering? Because they know, they know what's going on in the coaching mm -hmm. world too. And taking a new course. The other cool thing about doing that and branching out like that is that you never know who you're going to meet. So it's not True. really always about um, the the actual course, but you, you know, that when you try new things, things just emerge, right? They just do things you never thought of. Yeah. And so using that energy and maybe any extra time you might have that you're not, you know, not really happy about having that extra time, but maybe using it in a way that's really productive, like that True. can lead to the next thing, I guess is what we're saying. Well said. Yeah. And you're right. First of all, it, this this is a, an opportunity to embrace the genius of the word and i think it's it, i think i asked a question earlier this week i said you know are you being reactive and if you are um what would it look like to be proactive and it might be that you have to be both you know you might have to be reactive and get a job or do you know some gig work or whatever right. to pay the bills that that's part of the the reality we inhabit at the same time you can also kind of step outside the box and start really looking and seeing what what do people need what do people come to me for why you know why 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 do people listen to me or ask me for advice or think that I might know something and and look deeply into that because that might be your answer right there and if it's not a thing make it a thing I mean you're already that's what I want to say to all coaches out there you're already legit coaches 
You know, I mean, most of the folks yep. that that we work with have significant credentials and experience and education. And, and you know, I somebody told me yesterday to own my greatness or something paraphrasing. And I'm like, <laughs> no, but yes, you know, because it, it, it was it was like we were we were engaging in some banter at the mm. same time. She had a point. It was like, don't deflect when it's something that that's real. And I think that's something that we all have to do as coaches. We're so used to serving others. We also have to recognize where we shine brightest and lean into that, you know, and say, okay, how can I, how can I get more of this now that I see it? How can I get a certification in this? And if there isn't a certification, so what? Find a mentor or just start talking to people and start developing your own thing, you know, because it's, it's, the world is changing and systems are definitely in trouble. And I don't foresee that as getting better uh, in the short term. And I think that that's all part of our, you know, evolution, both individually and collectively as, as humans is like, you know, growth and development. And that all tends to happen beyond the edges of our comfort zone. So if you are not in your comfort zone right now, that means you're in a growth opportunity. You're mm -hmm. in a, a potential growth period. And the question is just like, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Because oh it's God. yours. It's a gift. It's yours. Yes. What are you going to do with it? You know? Yes. Well, and so here's another thing that I think just piggybacking on what you said, Ryan, is that when you, if, you, if, if a person can't think of like an idea, right? Like, let's say you're someone who's like, I just, I don't know. I can't think of a way, a direction to go. I have recently seen so many cool, unique coaching, um, well, coaches out there. Mm -hmm. And it's all on the, on the tales of what they've experienced in their personal life. Let me give yes. you an example. Okay. So I have um, a daughter who is getting ready to go up to college next year navigating the college experience turns out is extremely daunting, no matter what you're doing with it, extremely, extremely daunting. So, um, I was invited to a Facebook page for the specific major my daughter wants to be in. And, oh my goodness, the flood and wealth of information from parents who are either going through it right now, or have already gone through this and are on this Facebook page to offer up their two cents and their advice that. I there I, I see some of these parents turning that into I'm a coach. I am now a college coach and for this specific type of major for, uh -huh. for parents of students who are going into this specific field, which it happens to be, I won't say exactly what it is to give too much of my personal life mm. away, but it happens to be like more of an art type of field there are people who are coaching for that. And I'm like, that is brilliant. Yeah. So my point is think about what you have been through. What types of things have you navigated that you know are difficult and you are an expert now in that, whether you feel like an expert or not, you probably are an expert mm -hmm. in that. Now there's so many things like that. People who have children with autism, they can be a parent autism coach, people who, um, you know, are, have navigated the empty nesting and, 
have now come out the other side and feel like they're in a good place. You can be an empty nest coach for, you know, parents who are trying to figure out that life. I mean, I'm talking a lot about parenting things because that's kind of where I'm at right now, but everybody has their thing that they've experienced and been through and navigated and gone. And you can say to yourself, I actually could do that. And you can also offer many things. If you think about a couple of things, you're like, I can do this kind of coaching. I can do this kind of coaching and I can do that kind of coaching. Now you have a wealth of opportunity and diversity to offer. And I just think that that might be not be something that people always think about, you know, now there is the business aspect of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I'm going to um, offer this coaching and now I'm going to be my own, my own business versus working at a corporation where things were taken care of for me. That's a whole nother sure. topic, right? And it can be challenging for sure. So anyways, I just wanted to put out there though, if anyone is having a hard time thinking about what might I be able to offer, you probably have way more in your back pocket than you realize. Mm. That That's such a wise perspective, Lori. And, and again, I, what it, it reminds me of is, is, you know, that, that encouragement that we like to give coaches to coach yourself, you know, and, and if, if you had a client who was facing the dilemma that you're facing, how would you, how would you work with them? What would you say to them? And so those are the things that you can say to yourself. And, and I think that, that having that recognition and that self-awareness of your own body of experiential work, this, this life that you've lived for however many years you've been on the planet, that has value especially the struggles because the struggles are where we grow most. And also I think those struggles can be indicative of areas that others find challenging as well. And if you've successfully navigated something challenging in your life, then your experience has value to others. So I think that's, um, that's such a great insight. Because, you know, again, it, I think it's where we are in in this moment in time. There's a lot of uncertainty, but uncertainty breeds opportunity. It's just, yeah. are you looking in the right place? You know, it, it, yeah. it, if you're if you're looking in one area and all you're seeing are closed doors and dead ends, maybe that's a message. Maybe mm -hmm. it's time to look in a different direction or at least be willing to consider other directions and, and do it in not so much like a scattershot or haphazard way, but use tools, you know, like Ikigai or use a Myers-Briggs or use a, a VIA or, you know, any of these different tools. Um, or like, like you said, look at what people need in the world, look at your experiences and start thinking outside the box. I mean, it, it, it takes practice, you know, but creativity is, is an act and anybody can do it. It's just a question of, changing your perspective sometimes and, and practicing the habits, you know, asking good questions, ask them of yourself. Well, and you can also ask anybody that is a coach that, you know, either you feel comfortable working with, or there's a lot of people who are needing coaching hours right now mm -hmm. to be able to become certified. And they're asking people, you know, I, yeah. I see those come across uh, some of my platforms where they're like, I'm, I'm needing to get coaching hours. Anybody interested in getting coaching? How perfect of an opportunity yeah. to use that to kind of explore with somebody who's also a coach and maybe help ask them to help you figure out your next move. But also, I think that some of the time, blah, blah, blah. I think sometimes people are held back by thinking, 
what do I really have to offer that's different in the way of a certain topic? Like, you know, people probably just talk to their friends and their family about these things. And I want to point out that if you have been through something where you can, well, you're on the other side of it, you go, that's, I think that a need that is, uh, a, you know, a, a need for a certain type of coach, but I'm not sure if I'm really going to be impactful. I want to say that, yes, you will be more impactful than people's friends or family members or anybody yeah. else, because you come with the coaching background and the coaching skills to be non-judgmental and to approach as that, that same topic in a way that is exploratory. So what I mean by this is if you're thinking, for example, um, you know, oh, maybe I could potentially be a coach for parents whose children have ADHD. And then you think, oh, there's lots of tools for people like that. I don't know that that's going to be a very worthwhile coaching, um, you know, avenue for me. Um, I would say stop your thinking right there. You come with a different skill set to allow parents with that specific topic to explore, reflect, and decide on their own with your support mm -hmm. what they want to do about it. And that's a different approach. And so I just, I just think a lot of people might go, yeah, I guess I could do this, but I don't know if that's really needed in the world. And my response is it is because us coaches come with such a, a different approach. And over and over again, I hear people say, my clients even say to me, this is such a unique experience. It's different than a counselor. It's different than, you know, as a counselor, I mean, therapist or counselor, it's different than um, any other person in my life. So in my own situation, working at a university, students have counselors, they have faculty and staff to help. They have advisors, fellows, they have all these people that support them. And over and over again, they say to me, the experience with you as a coach is so different and I really like it. And so yes, we are needed in every aspect of whatever people are going through and what they might employ to help them. So. I wish every coach could listen to what you just said. <laughs> really? I, I, it, wow. That, that to me is a mic drop moment because it's just a different way of looking at things and packed with so much insight. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rarely speechless, but I kind yeah. of am right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was saying anything that profound, but, but I just, I'm, you know, I just think that um, it's hard to be, it's hard to take a risk. It's hard to be vulnerable, mm. you know, especially if someone is going through something where they're like, oh gosh, I, I really want to be a successful person in this career. And I just am frustrated because I, I get to a certain point and then it doesn't work out. The bottom drops out, whether mm -hmm. it's like I got laid off or I'm just not making ends meet with this, you know, hourly pay or whatever the situation is. And I need to make a change and switch. It's really hard to know what to do. And you've brought up many times, Brian, that, you know, yes, you might have to get a paycheck while you're building back up your business too. Like that is yeah. definitely something that is, you know, uh, you might need to do that. You can't always take this long amount of time to like start a new business and not receive a paycheck in the same, in the, at the same time. Yeah. So if that's, if that's somebody's case, then yes, focus, 
focus first on that was a cool word, Fergus. Fergus. Um, <laughs> focus first, Fergus. I love that. <laughs> focus first on, you know, finding something to pay the bills. And then you can start to rebuild your avenue towards mm. your more dream job, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, so. it, that, that's, it's such helpful advice though, because it's so easy to get, you know, kind of tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. I got to get a job. Uh, yeah, true. You know, yeah. but what if instead of agonizing over the perfect job that might not be out there because of current circumstances, what if there's a, you know, maybe not the best job, but there's a job that utilizes at least some of your skill set so you can relieve that pressure and still do your work. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's that theme again, you know, and, and really um, dig deep into your own sense of meaning, your, your own sense of purpose and, and figure that out because I, I think, and I feel two different things. Um, I think, and I feel that most coaches came into this profession at the urging of our hearts. This mm. was not so much a, I mean, some maybe came in with the the brain leading the way of it. This is a very logical thing and, you know, whatever, my area of expertise, that's cool. But I think most of us ended up here because of a profound, not just desire, but I think need to serve other people. And mm -hmm. coaching is so appealing because of the transformative aspect of it that not Absolutely. only can we serve other people, but we can help them radically transform their, their reality. That's, that's big stuff. It is. And, it's and, huge. Yeah. And most of us are not cocky, so we can do it. <laughs> yeah. We can, well, we can do it in a way that, that really is servant oriented and, and, um, humble, you know, but I, that's why I think it's important that while we maintain that sense of humility. We also recognize where we do shine brightest and own it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you kind of have to seek out one of your, one of your biggest fans to kind of cheerlead you on, you know, yeah, yeah, you got it. Good idea. Yeah. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Keep going. Yes. You know, because it's, it's really easy to have an, a really exciting idea and then go, Oh, I don't know. This, I don't know if it's going to work. Never mind, you know? And so I feel like, no, no, no. Find those people that keep you feeling good about your idea and good about what you want to do and go with it, find momentum and keep going with it, you know? So. Um, why, do you, why do you think I talk to you almost every week? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know coaches are the best for, co for other coaches. I mean, I think we just naturally, I don't know about you, but I mean, I love to, to use my coaching skills, but my good friends and my family can tell when I was starting mm. to be, um, my, co my coaching hat is put on. They're like, Oh, great. Now you're gonna start coaching me again. So <laughs> when people actually want you to coach them, it's like, yes, yeah. I want to yeah. do that. You know? Um, so I think we have probably made our point that we wanted to today, Brian, mm -hmm. and, I'm hoping that it's inspiring to some people who yeah. might be feeling a little hopeless right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you know, coaches, you're not alone. We see, we see you, we feel you this we're in it. We're in it together. We really are. Um, yeah. But what you bring to the table is too valuable to ignore. You might have to adapt it. You might have to expand it, 
but that's okay. Yep. You know, just don't give up on yourself. That's, that is absolutely. And there's never been in a better time in the, in life to, um, build and add your skills on from your home. So, I, I know. you know, you don't have to even go anywhere. Like you can do it, uh, online. You can build skills, YouTube, uh, Coursera courses, lots yeah. of free courses you can do. Yeah. I mean, so many things. So, you know, get at it, get to it, keep right. building those skills and desires and dreams and passions and go for it. Yeah. So. You can do it. People, you can yeah. do it. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. we'll be back next week with some more inspiring information, hopefully. And um, good to see you, Brian. And hope everybody in our listening world is um, hanging in there and doing well. You too, Lori. And uh, yeah, everybody, we, we send you our love and support. We wish you the best and we will talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Yeah.